Hi, I'm Len Epp from LeanPub, and in this episode of the Front Matter podcast, I'll be interviewing Martin Muskla. Martin is an experienced developer and Kotlin trainer and popular speaker. He is the founder of the KT Academy, Kotlin GDE, and an official JetBrains partner for teaching Kotlin. You can follow him on Twitter at Martin Muscala and check out his website at martinmuscala.com and check out uh, KT Academy at kt.academy uh, and on YouTube at ktacademy.com. Martin is the author of a number of LeanPub books, including Effective Kotlin, Functional Kotlin, and most recently, Kotlin Essentials. In Kotlin, in Kotlin Essentials, he shows you everything you need to know to get started with the Kotlin programming language in clear and executable code examples. In this interview, we're going to talk about his background and career, professional interests, his books, and at the end, we'll talk a little bit about his experience on LeanPub specifically. So thank you very much for being on the LeanPub Front Matter podcast. Thank you for having me here. Good to see you, Len. Good to see you, um, and thank you for taking time out of your your uh, later in the evening for you than it is than it is uh, in the sort of afternoon for me. Um, uh, so I was wondering, yeah, if you could talk a little bit about the story about yourself and and your books uh, and all the all the great work that you've produced over the last few years. Yes, the 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 books I'm currently uh, creating are kind of a story of a few of a last six years of my life, you know, uh, six years ago, I um, decided to publish a book um, about Kotlin. I was already um, writing articles about it, speaking about it. And I was quite experienced with that, even though Kotlin might seem like a very young language. I was already a Kotlin user for um, quite some time. You know, it's uh, Kotlin is developed since 2010. and <laughs> We've been using it far be, before it uh, reached its um, production ready uh, state. So in um, I checked this today in 2017, I decided to write a book with my friend Igor Voida uh, and that we titled uh, Android Development with Kotlin. Actually, this I wanted to title it differently. The pact forced this, this, this title on us because it's not really about Android development. It's about Kotlin, Kotlin for Android development. But but the, the, the title we wanted to use was already taken. And well, we put our heart into that and we were where I think we, it was a good enough book, but I haven't felt satisfied. I, I, I felt that I could do much more than that. And, uh, you know, uh, I started uh, developing my, um, my, my teachings of Kotlin, my, my metaphors, I started um, conducting workshops, and of course, speaking on on conferences. But but uh, all those workshops were were my primary source of of, of feedback and and improvement. I uh, recently uh, checked that I conducted over hundred workshops during those six years uh, about Kotlin. Most of them uh, about Kotlin, uh, three days workshops from 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 basics to to advanced topics. And, uh, uh, you know, over that time, I, I first published um, Effective Kotlin that was quite well received and Kotlin Coroutines that was also uh, very, very well received. But I always felt that, you know, the, 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 the mission of providing a really good book about, about Kotlin for, for developers from, from beginning to, to, to advanced topics, like my, my, my big book of everything I, I want to say and give to people was, was, you know, growing in me and, 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 and still wasn't um, expressed. And so I, I, I finally decided like, two years ago that it, it is the time I, I started writing that and um, then I it uh, turned out that this this book would be huge <laughs> I, I I've noticed it would take over 700 
pages if it were a single book. So I started dividing that, organizing topics in a way that um, each part is, um, you know, interesting and and uh, can can be uh, read in separation. Uh, and uh, this way, I uh, created my. I, I'm, I'm I am creating my uh, current series. Of books, the series that starts with the the uh, Kotlin essentials, with with all the essentials about Kotlin and functional Kotlin, with the essential functional features, collection, processing, and all the functional stuff in Kotlin. And uh, the book I'm uh, currently writing, that is advanced Kotlin, it truly go into into really advanced topics like Kotlin symbol processing, annotation processing, plugin com compilers. A multi-platform development, um, generic variance modifiers, and 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 all the truly advanced topics that I, that I always wanted to you know finally um, place in a in a in a, in a very um, a readable way on a on a book, and I never had a place where I could actually uh, express it well. Also, I, I will add that um, my uh, dream of this uh, series included to to make the uh, uh, covers that are matching with each other. I can already show you the first two. Um, it's not so visible because you know there are only two of them, but you see they start forming a shape. And the next one will continue that. Actually, if you if you check it out, it is consistent with back and front, and um, there will be. Uh, more of those books because I want to make a big uh, Kotlin series together with the Kotlin coroutines and, and effective Kotlin. Uh, other uh, two books that are uh, really well received also published on LeanPub, also distributed on, on Amazon on a, on, a, on a physical form. And uh, they will together form this uh, amazing shape on, on the shelf that <laughs> that is uh, fully consistent with the with the covers of those books. Thanks very much for sharing that story. That's so great. Um, I really love the idea that there's this kind of like Easter egg that if you know, you know, if you have the books all on the shelf, like you'll you'll see the sort of shape going down like that. But if you if you took them all together and turned them, you would see that the the sort of angle matches uh, on the cover. Yeah. That's just that's just fantastic. And, and one thing I would say to anyone listening, sorry, is that like the attention to details like that is something that readers really love. They they love to see when authors do things like that. Yeah, thank you. I um, actually put my heart into that. Uh, it is um, uh, challenging in a way. Um, you know, <laughs> it will block um, changing the size of those books in the future. But I am prepared for that. If you know, if I will want to add something, I will need to remove something. What is actually quite a good process for the books. You know, book is ready when you cannot remove anything from it, not when you cannot add anything to that. Oh no, that's, so, that's, that's a super interesting detail. So for for people who are like in, interested in this kind of thing, like when you make design decisions like that, it has these consequences, <laughs> inclu including kind of constraints for you. Uh, but those, as Martin is saying, those constraints can actually be like really good uh, in the end, because, you know, like if as an author, especially if you really love what you write about and things like that, you always want to add more and more or always change it and stuff like that. But having having constraints like that can actually really help you kind of focus and, and get things out there for the readers who are just they're 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 out there waiting for your work uh, and they want it to come out. And sometimes you sort of do the you can do them a disservice by sort of waiting too long and things like that. Um, I'm curious, how many books do you think you're going to have in the series, uh, given your Five. kind of attention? Uh, OK. 
actually i i think i will be done after <laughs> after five in in, in terms of, of kotlin uh, at least i i have a bunch of, of other projects but um you know um it will be i think everything i have truly interesting essential and and important to say and i'm not willing to write about things i do not find truly important so uh, i'm not writing for writing i'm writing to to share something um and uh, that's why uh, i am not willing to 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 grow this collection infinitely <laughs> uh, i i have other things i <clears throat> I have other other uh, things with with mission. I, I I want to I want to write. Uh, some of them are also connected to to LeanPub. Um, but yeah, I think for 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 Kotlin, un, un, unless I truly start doing something new, and I will have some truly interesting content and that i feel best to um, uh, share with people um, unless that I, I i do not plan to, to to publish any other books in this in this discipline and just going going up a few levels so uh, for those listening i mean i'm sure most of our most of our uh, listeners are sort of programmers and they've heard of kotlin and things like that but um i was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what kotlin is and sort of when it when it got started and and how it's progressed over time i know i, I when i was researching for this interview i saw a few interviews that you did where you talked about it like there was a when you first got involved it was kind of a hipster kind of thing uh but you because you were very early on uh but yeah so if you could talk just for a moment about like where kotlin came from what it is and, and who uses it kotlin i believe came as a um, alternative to java uh, during the times when java was worse than it is right now uh, they started working on, on 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 kotlin before java even reached version 8 so before um, it included lambda expressions or stream processing and um, so back then java was truly you know not not not, not a very convenient uh, language to use and kotlin was made as a recipe um I actually believe Kotlin is what more or less what Java would be if Java would be progressing and modern, modern, modernizing as it should. <laughs> so it includes all the modern features that, that Java never included. It made all the decisions or changes that, that, that Java was never was never tough to make you know um of course some of them you might say they're quite impossible to 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 to, to made in in java because it would you would make a completely different language like you know um, null safety mechanisms that that need to be built into type system so this is a a very big and important change that you know kind of cannot be made if you want to keep backwards compatibility um, but you can make it if you design a new language uh, also smaller things like you know uh, much more powerful types the nothing type that is having very important usages um extension functions uh, the and all the uh, all the all the basic features that are improvements on, on java you know objects object declarations object expressions operator overloading uh, and um, you know properly implemented genetics <laughs> and much much more um but so this was the initial um 
uh, motivation behind uh, Kotlin. Um, over time, I believe Kotlin wanted to become much more than that. Uh, so Kotlin uh, introduced few truly in innovative um, features. Um, the first one was um, Kotlin. The first one is Kotlin coroutines, um, which is a really, really powerful and, and universal, um, you know, set of mechanisms and also a library that uh, can improve our everyday um, development quite significantly. If you if you know if you know coroutines well, you can um, uh, effortlessly. <laughs> use the the power of of, of parallelism and uh, and uh, concurrent uh, programming uh, another um topic another uh, feature of kotlin that um, made it um, way more than just a, an alternative to java is um, the so-called so multi-platform development so kotlin is a compiled language compiled languages are languages that are you know transformed during compilation to something more simple when you use kotlin jvm it is uh, compiled into JVM bytecode, but you can also use Kotlin.js, which is compiled to JavaScript, or you can use Kotlin native, which is compiled with LLVM into native code. And um, you can have modules written in Kotlin that are compiled into multiple platforms. So you can, for instance, make a library that is that you compile um, into multiple platforms and the same library uh, you implement it once in Kotlin you can use on JavaScript you can use on Java you can use on Swift you can use it wherever you want you can also have you know um, Android and iOS uh, projects um, that have shared parts not even shared parts but but you know if you if you um, use it you can you can even implement uh, uh, logic and uh, even views on those uh, common parts the view part is not <clears throat> production ready yet however um, there are there are uh, quite nice tools for that as well if you use uh, jetpack compose there is uh, some support for 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 ios not 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 the best one much better for for desktop or um, web development um, but you know the idea the idea is quite quite clear you know kotlin as a language can be compiled into multiple languages what gives you the power that you know you can reuse it on multiple platforms but also but also and the power that you can have shared parts and are there particular kinds of applications that are uh, best suited for for Kotlin? So, uh, originally, um, Kotlin uh, dominated Android, um, and you know, currently, it's quite a strong domination. Google announced. Kotlin as a uh, not only first-class citizen, but also suggested language for Android development. All the samples are primarily in Kotlin. Um, libraries in, made by Google are um, designed primarily for Kotlin. Um, many, practically all the libraries support coroutines and, and uh, follow a style that is more specific to Kotlin than it is to Java. So, you know, Android is um, a field of, of, of Kotlin. And then um, Kotlin start, uh, started getting popular on, on backend. I actually uh, worked on uh, Allegro, it's like a Polish Amazon, um, which hires more than 100, uh, sorry, 1,000 developers. And um, the majority of them, I believe, was using uh, Kotlin on, for backend development. Um, 
As far as I know, uh, the numbers are that uh, currently there are more Kotlin backend developers than there are um, Android uh, Kotlin developers. Of course, the adaptation on, on, on backend is smaller than on Android, but backend is just, you know, bigger domain. <laughs> there are much more <clears throat> backend developers worldwide than there are Android developers worldwide. So, uh, so, so, so uh, currently, um, um, Kotlin became quite popular alternative to, 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 to Java on backend. And uh, this is, um, and uh, yeah, this is quite well supported by modern frameworks by Spring, and it's getting quite popular. Um, also, coroutines do help. I mean, many many companies do find them useful. Um, now, the rest is in the process of transformation. Uh, so I know there are more and more companies um, that um, started using uh, multi-platform Kotlin development. So you can say that Kotlin is used on, on iOS. <laughs> of course, you know, um, on iOS, uh, most typically there is a, um, a framework, uh, Objective-C framework um, used that is generated from Kotlin code. As, um, you know, Kotlin code generated with with uh, Kotlin native to LLVM uh, generates um, iOS framework that can be used on on, on iOS. So uh, you might say it's it's getting more and more popular. Um, I quite often see you know some announcements of of using Kotlin for data science, but honestly, I I'm, I'm not sure about that. I I, I mean. I believe it is more a marketing than it is a real, than this is real people doing that. Um, I think Python is quite strong in, in data science, Python R, but <clears throat> they are quite strong in data science, but there certainly are uh, people and um, there certainly are, um, mm, you know, evangelists who are uh, pushing uh, Kotlin for, for data science. It is completely possible. There are plenty of, of, of libraries for, for Java that can be used in Kotlin. And so, and so why not? Um, I'm not yeah, sure what is... <laughs> That's a really excellent answer. I mean, you covered a lot of ground there. That's great. Um, the uh, uh, just before we go on to talk about your your sort of experience as a content creator and like how you go about putting out these best selling books, um, uh, and specifically because there there are, believe it or not there are people who skip to the ends of these podcasts just to hear all of, mm -hmm. all about that kind of thing. But just speaking, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about the work you actually do day to day when you're when you're not writing these great books. Uh, you know, if people wanted to sort of hire you to to do to do things, for example, like you know what what are the what are the services that you offer and what kind of work do you do with clients? Um, I will get to that in a moment because okay. I um, reminded myself a story of, of uh, Kotlin.js. Um, I started uh, saying that I'm not sure what is the adaptation of Kotlin.js. I believe it's not very um, um, widespread, but um, it is good to know about this possibility because quite recently I was having um, this situation where I was writing a um, 
a, a, a small library or maybe a tool and to uh, synchronize uh, notes I'm doing with special mark, markdown uh, elements uh, with uh, my flashcards that I'm doing on Anki. So I implemented this small tool on Kotlin that was, you know, synchronizing one with another, you know, making uh, notes into flashcards or turning flashcard flashcards into 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 notes um it is you know still not production ready i i i, I have it on, on github published but um, but it is still my experiment that i'm uh, modifying and and testing its its usefulness uh, however uh, the uh, story was that i implemented that in jvm on on, on you know in kotlin jvm using you know file api etc etc but um to run this synchronization, I needed to open terminal and you know run my program. Um, but then I realized that you know I'm using Obsidian for for notes. Obsidian allows you to make plugins. Plugins needs to be written in uh, JavaScript. And I thought to myself, hey, <laughs> Kotlin can be compiled to JavaScript. So I transformed this code from uh, JVM into and Kotlin JVM into Kotlin JS. Actually, I made it multi-platform and, and started generating both flavors. And uh, it took, I don't know, an hour or two. It was quite quite an easy process. <laughs> I just needed to get rid of, you know, platform-specific elements and you know, extract them into, into platform modules. And I um, generated an NPM package, implemented a implemented a plugin, and 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 right now I'm synchronizing my nodes with a with an Obsidian plugin. So it was it was quite cool that you know with no effort I could I could migrate a, a JVM uh, library uh, into a JavaScript library uh, and and use it on on other platform. Uh, regarding everyday services, uh, I am. Um, uh, and, uh, and I am recently, I've been primarily uh, conducting workshops. Um, I, I, on the KT Academy, uh, I have a, a bunch of workshops that I, that I offer. Um, however, um, I do concentrate on, on workshops during the end on, of, of the year where, when everyone wants to have workshops, you know, the, <laughs> during, um, October, November, December, everyone wants to have a workshop, um, uh, throughout the re rest of the year, uh, even if I need to resign from some workshop options. I um, am uh, doing contracts and I am going to start a new contract uh, soon. Uh, at least I hope so. I mean, we we have a, an agreement, not not an official yet. So <laughs> so uh, so so I'm not 100% sure, but I already have a few other um, companies uh, who, who who could be interested. Uh, I generally um, uh, take uh, either a, a sh short term the sh short term term contracts. Um, uh, or, or I, um, I make a, a, some kind of a deal that, that during the um, high time I am I'm able to conduct some workshops. However, uh, I'm not sure if I will continue this 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 way of of of, of um, uh, working because I'm quite um, happy. I'm quite excited with the contract I'm, I'm taking, and uh, and uh, I, I I think that. Uh, um, I, I might uh, not uh, stop this contract in the end of the uh, year, uh, that I will uh, continue with that. Uh, we just have an agreement that uh, I can conduct one workshop 
a month a month uh, so that i can still um, teach people and share my knowledge that's really that's really great. Uh, we're really glad to hear about this sort of exciting new new uh, opportunity that that you might be going into. And for anyone listening, it's again, I think I mentioned earlier, you know, some people who, who are either content creators themselves or who are aspiring content creators, so some of the best takeaways they can get from interviews like this is sort of the deep, the real details. And so, um, uh, just before we go on again to talk about your books more, how you produce your books more specifically for a couple of minutes. Um, so when you get a contract like that, do you talk with your you know, potential employer about all this other work that you do and, you know, let them know that that's a passion of yours and that that's something you're going to continue doing while you're doing the contract work for them? Yes, of course. I always uh, make that clear during the, um, you know, contract negotiation. It wouldn't be uh, fair to uh, not have this um, established uh, before and then expect and and then have some expectations. I'm generally using um, I'm, I'm I'm generally using either uh, I mean a days off you know either um, uh, some paid if if if, if company have some paid days off uh, in in the contract or or uh, unpaid. Yeah, no, the, 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 I know I know it seems I, I know this it's funny those these are the kinds of answers that sort of seem obvious when you've been doing it for a long time but I think there are like there are sometimes there are people who are like getting started in their career and they're like you know should I tell should I tell my employer about my side project and it's like absolutely you should and you know if if you love your side project you want an employer who's like please have great side projects or even like sort of primary things that you do that you love we want you to have, like a good employer or 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 client will want you to have things that you're passionate about and want you out there doing them and staying on the cutting edge and and stuff like that um so i wanted to ask you a couple of questions specifically about your books so um uh you write you write uh, many of your books uh using leanpub um which i think a lot of people listening will you know know that we do you know ebooks and 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 stuff like that but obviously you do these great print books as well um do you publish your books sort of in progress on leanpub in ebook form and then when they're done do you use our print ready pdf output to turn them into print Yes, uh, of course, <laughs> but I'm doing uh, something more that might uh, interest you because I um, I actually find it essential for my writing to publish a big number of my chapters um, as uh, on, on my website as a form of articles. I uh, it's a form of promotion but also it's it's kind of important for me to you know receive some feedback on those articles uh, and to also uh, just share with community what i want to express in those in those chapters um it is um, more instant feed, instant feedback is um, uh, healthy for um for my own writing um, and it is also i believe um, uh, healthy for, for for my community for my business etc so i established the process um, where I, you know, on Linpub, I have um, uh, my book content on uh, GitHub. Um, each chapter is in a separate file and I have it set up so that, you know, the, the, the repository is private, but I can make it publish a website, um, uh, you know, auto- automatically generate a, a, a website out of that. So. When you have an 
proper link uh, to this um, uh, repository chapter um, you can um, you can get the content of this chapter so on my on the KT academy backend i uh, you know have a I set up um, um, uh, chapters uh, in the way that this this, this backend service is uh, fetching content from uh, GitHub and um, publishing them as as articles. Of course, you know they have publishment process, etc. But the point is that um, the articles that are on on the website are always up to date with what there is in the in the book. You know, if I make a change, I um, uh, have a change on both my book and on my website um and um i, I find this i find this um this 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 process really really useful i mean it's, it's extremely simple i'm just writing my content on, on 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 github i just you know set up i publish it with this title and this this description on my website and it is you know uh, it is automatically pub published based on based on what i defined over there and this way, I can share with people. I also have a, uh, you know, um, uh, um, uh, I, I set up uh, comments. Uh, you can you can comment each part of the of the article on, on my website, so that I, I have some feedback. I, I also um, have some um, answers and, and 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 comments on on other sources. And based on that, I, I can improve <laughs> chapters and <laughs> improve the book overall. Thanks for sharing that. That's just a really great process. Um, yeah. So for people who are who are listening who might not know, LeanPub has a GitHub writing mode, as we call it, which lets you publish your book from text documents in that you have in a, a GitHub repository. Um, and that repository can be private or public, and Margins is is private. But then he co sort of publishes, um, uh, you know, blog posts from uh, the same documents that are being used to to create the chapters in the in the book, which is just a really Kind of elegant kind of process, I would say, and, and particularly great for if you're if you want to get sort of feedback uh, right away from people who sort of maybe they're you've got sort of an audience for your blog um, uh, that you can sort of you know publish these things to make them public. Super useful for kinds of people, and you can also then direct them towards your book, uh, which is which is just a really great idea, especially because of course you know the Lean Pub is all about like you know get your pub get your content out there, get feedback, and that helps helps you improve it both for yourself and for and for everyone else. Um, and uh, I get the last question that I always like to ask on these interviews, um, if the guest is a Lean Pub author, is um, if there was one feature we could build for you that you'd love Lean Pub to have. Or if there's one thing that after all these years still has you shaking your fist at Lean Pub going, why why is this so bad? Uh, if there's one thing you could ask us to fix, uh, can you think of anything you would ask us to do? Yes. Okay. But I forgot how is it called in English. It is um uh it is this feature where you can collect in the end of the book um references to some words. You know what I mean? So that in the end you have a you know list of words and pages where those those terms are defined in the book. And um, as far as I know, you are not supporting that. Um, it would be really useful. And also the second thing that would be really useful is if you could reference some pointer um, so that you have a page. Uh, num page number because you know you will find you i want to write you will find something on the page i don't know 64 but after some changes it may be, become a page 76 you know so the point is that 
I want to say you will find something in the page and <laughs> here a pointer um some 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 pointer um and that will be replaced during book generation with the with the page where this 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 element is 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 placed it, those two things are actually very connected you know if you if you have this page linking you could implement this um this this works uh, these uh, words with um with, with pages uh in the end so it's 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 strongly connected but 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 this is something i've i've been missing uh, especially on my Polish books. Yeah, no, thanks very much for that. So we actually do now finally have uh, index support. It's called an index. Oh, That's the, okay. yeah, in, in, in Markua 0.30. Um, I should actually uh, do some work. I'll do some work today to kind of promote that. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things that, you know, you sort of, you work on it for so long. You, you finally, it's, sometimes when you finally get something out, you're like, yay, fireworks. And sometimes you're like, thank God, you know, but um, uh, in, we do, we do have index support. I believe most, I mean, I don't know if all of the features that we're going to have eventually are kind of current um but but we do have index support and i'll uh, uh sort um uh do something more about that to get that make that more obvious because obviously if someone who really wants it and is a great lean pub author and has been around for years doesn't know about it that's our fault um uh and when it comes to uh, Thank the, you. sort of the sort of relative page uh references so yeah so so one of the, the the reasons for that is that you know obviously in um in the sort of world of kind of like e-readers and stuff like that you know, relative page references don't make a lot of sense because people can change the font size, who knows how big their tablet or their Kindle is or what have you. But uh, in PDFs, which we are big supporters of, um, there's there's there are page numbers. Um, and uh, if you change, if you go in your LeanPub settings and you change the page size, the page numbers are going to change. Um, so if you wrote in your manuscript, go to page 27 and you basically change anything, like you might add a word somewhere and that could actually change the page number. So having having the idea of like like a relative reference, so like you would have that pointing to something in your manuscript that obviously when you make the book readers can't see but it's there in the in the manuscript itself i'm um, having relative page references like that um that actually cite the number aren't just sort of internal links in an ebook but actually change the page number that's displayed in the pdf which ultimately would become a print book in in, in particularly in your case um i actually don't know uh but i'll look into that and i'll definitely share that feedback with with peter because that's a that's a really important feature to have for for print books you remind, reminded myself what I what I truly needed that in the other book of mine, which was in in Polish about programming from from scratch, you know, JavaScript from scratch and Python from scratch. Um, it was written, you know, for for educating people for for sharing. Um, I mean, it was more like a social action. I was giving most of those book away for free, uh, but. Um, mm, what I uh, included was exercises, you know, and exercises have their solutions at the end of the book. And I wanted to say you will find solution at the page, you know, at the page. Right. And right. I couldn't do that. I, I needed to <laughs> to say you will find solution at the end of the book. Um, so this would be useful for ebooks. Um, probably um, location is is uh, an alternative, but. Um, but it would be probably tricky with location because you know you would need a different logic for you know describing a page and different for just describing location. So yeah, that's not that's not an easy problem. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 actually it's um I interviewed someone recently who you know one of the one of the sort of great 
great pleasures of having so many uh, programmers be LeanPub book authors is that they're people who love to find solutions to their own things. And we had someone who was using a third party tool to kind of like basically do both the both of the things you just asked for, like, you know, indexes and, and these relative page references. But they were like, oh, I forget what it was they were putting it through. It might have been PowerShell. Like they were, they were transforming their LeanPub manuscript into something over there and then transforming it back in, into, some, you know, into something else, but that way they could get their relative page references and, and, and like, you know, so they, they sort of like what they were doing was like knowing where things would be in the PDF that was being produced. And um, the sort of thing that like sort of is somewhat sort of like, it's both beautiful and kind of frustrating to us is when it's like, if you'd only asked us <laughs> and made it clear that you really wanted it, we might've saved you hundreds of hours of time uh, and then been able to provide the solution for everyone else. Um, but definitely I'll, I'll pass along that, that feedback. Thank you very much for that. And we'll do it. We'll do try and do a better job of promoting our uh, new index feature. So, well, Martin, uh, thank you very much for taking the time out of your evening uh, to talk to to our audience. And thank you very much for being a Lean Pub author. It's a, it's a pleasure. I must say, I, I really enjoy uh, writing on LeanPub. And um, I'm, I'm saying that honestly, I convinced a bunch of people to, 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 I mean, I'm not sure who actually uh, used my advice, but but at least a few a few people uh, claimed that they will um, uh, uh, consider uh, writing um, uh, books on on, on LeanPub instead of uh, in, a, in, a, in a, with a classic, you know, pu publishing houses. I was I was so frustrated with with packed <laughs> when i published my my first book and 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 then since i'm i'm i moved to self publishing i'm i'm so much happier i have control over the whole process and i can i can be sure that the final product is as i want it to be Thanks very much for that last line there. I may I may quote you on that. I'm working on an article about I think I'm going to call it the joy of self-publishing in the 21st century. And um, that 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 last part that you said about having control is something that that so many people just love about doing. Um, so I mean, it, it, this is uh, those are mainly small things, uh, but you know. The thing of having your own translate, uh, your own corrector—that is, you know—that you trust and you like his or her style. You know, that's 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 very important. Packed correctors were 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 terrible. They were they were destroying our our um, uh, you know um, they destroyed a lot. You know, they they were ch changing function type into type of function and 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 other kind of nonsenses. We were we were so frustrated with, with working with them also you know many other things that the, the the title the the cover style when you of course it needs money to <laughs> to be able to hire someone to design your cover and to you need to buy uh, to pay um uh, your 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 corrector and uh, and and it, it it all takes more time and, and more money you need to find a a printing house if you if you want to you know distribute it by yourself or you know you need to 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 set up a kdp and and, and other and other forms of distribution uh, and you, of course you need to promote it by yourself but but in the end you can you can make it at least i feel i i make it much much better than 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 what pact could could offer me i can uh, I can uh, direct my my um, my advertisement, my messages the way uh, I feel are, are are best suited for 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 for, this, for those books. You know, I, I put heart into that. They don't. So so uh, so I I, I I I truly see an an improvement from from working on on all of that by myself.
Yeah, thanks very much for sharing. Uh, in addition to the other stories you've told for sharing that story, um, there are a lot of, um, uh, I've talked to a lot of authors over the years who have various experiences with various publishing companies. And sometimes, you know, even with the same company, it can be great. One one experience and the other one can be bad um, and things like that. And it can be very variable. But, you know, the sort of common refrain for the people who end up end up on LeanPub is, I just want control. I, I don't want it to be out of my control anymore. Um, and that way, as you said, you could find people that you know and trust, not just someone who's thrust upon you, but even more importantly, uh, if it's truly your passion, the experience of, you know, you might get lucky, you know, <laughs> but you might not. Um, and, and, and having your passion then kind of not be treated like a passion uh, can be very frustrating. So thank you very much for sharing that. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will feel good knowing uh, that they're not alone <laughs> if they've had a similar kind of experience. Sure. Thank you. Thanks. And as always, thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Front Matter Podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate and review it wherever you found it. And if you'd like to be a LeanPub author yourself, please check out our website at leanpub.com. Thanks.